All right, welcome back to another episode of the Contractor CEO Podcast. And in this episode, I'm gonna be talking everything about how to know your numbers, how to find out your overhead, and then how to price your projects. So first and foremost, if you are listening on a podcast and you're on the road, this, I'm gonna do my best to at least give you a audio version of how to do this. But there's a lot of instructions. So what I do recommend is that you go to my YouTube channel, just type in Tyler Link into YouTube, and one of my newest released videos is all about how to find your overhead, how to do your pricing, and all of that, but it gives a lot of visuals. So I did just wanna start out and say that, that if you're listening on podcasts, it's good to listen so you can learn this stuff, but make sure you go back later and check the video out on YouTube because it's gonna make a lot more sense if you could actually see a lot of this stuff getting done. Okay, so I'm really excited to talk about this topic. Like I always say in my podcast, one of my biggest issues when I first started my business is I didn't understand estimating. And I would go around, I would ask you know, my competitors what they were pricing. They didn't really know that it was me and I had my own company and I was trying to steal their pricing. But I would call and get fake quotes. I would see what other people were doing and everyone was charging per square foot. And then lo and behold, you know, you guys have heard the story, so I'm not going to go into it super in depth. But over time, I had no money in my bank. And then that's when I realized that if I was copying my competitors' pricing, almost all of them were dead broke, or at least they were not making nearly as much money as what I wanted to make in my own business, right? So one of the biggest things that I learned is, and the reason that no one was making money, is no one understood a concept called overhead, Okay. And overhead, all that simply is, is all the business expenses that you're paying for that aren't actually a direct job site expense. So what is a direct job site expense? That's like your labor to complete the job. That is like your materials to complete the job. And that's basically it, right? Like any subs that you used. But all of the other expenses go into your business and you have to pay them whether you're doing work, whether you're not. And the worst part is you don't know how to charge for them, right? But they happen in every single business. And I know we talked about all of this in the last episode. So if you want a lot of examples on what your overhead is, go listen to that. But I'll just try to sum this up really fast, right? So we got payroll slash unbillable time. There's tons of time in your business that you're not going to be able to bill your clients for, like team meetings, going to maintenance trucks, et cetera. Small equipment, licensing, tool and safety, equipment rental, vehicle insurance, general liability, indirect salaries like office staff, sales staff, et cetera. Accounting fees, rent, marketing, fuel, software, interest, depreciation, miscellaneous, bad debt. Bad debt is if someone doesn't pay you in your business, right? And that does happen or sometimes people don't want to pay the full amount. We have warranty expenses, legal fees, vehicle repairs and maintenance, Man, so step number one to knowing what your pricing is, is going to be knowing exactly what your overhead is per year. And so um, again, head to YouTube. I'm going to break this down in my business. But if you want to see all of my numbers, when I add all those up, it's going to total out to about $1,550,000. So that's what I'm spending in my business. And that's what I have to recoup, right? in order to make a profit. Because the way that most people price jobs is they do it based on gross profit, which that's just once you take out your expenses. So say if we have a $10,000 project and we have a 30% gross profit, that means that I make 3,000 bucks. Well, that sounds good, right? But you have to do that enough times to not only pay for your overhead, right? But then also make a profit on top of that. So that's step number one, is just understanding your overhead. 
And number two is we need a way to recoup your overhead. And so for me, I like to do this in the form of labor hours. And so how I do this, right, is I take, for instance, how many guys in field staff do I have working for me? For me in my business, that's 19. Then we're going to multiply that by the number of weeks that they typically work in a year. So I'm in Colorado. Actually, as I am recording this, it's actually snowing outside. And, uh, you know, I have weather delays. And a lot of times my guys can't work because of bad weather. So what I do is I take my number of field staff multiplied by the number of weeks that they typically work. For me, that's about 40. And then I multiply that by the number of hours that they typically work per week. For me, that's about 45 per person. So then what I have is 34,200 hours, right? And you and your business is going to be totally different. So don't obviously don't copy my numbers, but that's the math. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my overhead that I found out and I'm going to divide that by the number of hours that I have to sell. And that is what's called your overhead cost per hour. And so why this number is significant is this is the amount of money that you are paying to have one person on the job site per hour. And a lot of people, when they actually go through and do this math, they are shocked at how expensive it is to run their business, right? So for me and my business, I have $1,550,000 of overhead, and I divide that by 34,200 hours. That's the amount of hours that I'm going to have to produce work, right? That's why that's important, because I only have... Like just what, what, what is all the most successful people say, right? They're like, what is the most valuable commodity that we all have? It's time. And for us in our construction businesses, it's no different because we can't artificially go from 19 guys to 38 guys, right? And if we do, that has a big impact on how much work that we need to sell because we have to keep all of those people busy. So for instance, right, um, what we want to find out is how much it costs us per hour to run our business because it's going to make estimating really easy. And we're about to get into that. So that's step number one, right? We found our overhead cost per hour. For me, it's $45.30 per hour. Okay. Then what I do is you got to find your direct cost. So what your direct cost is, is simply your labor cost. This one's really, really easy. You just take your average wage that you pay your people, but then you have to add in something that everyone always forgets about. And it's called labor burden. So for instance, if you're paying your guys, let's just say 30 bucks an hour, and then you have a 20% labor burden, all your labor burden is is the taxes and all the other stuff that you have to pay for as an employer on top of their normal income, right? So for instance, um, if you're paying $30 per hour and then you have a 20% labor burden like me in my state, then that means that you actually pay $36 an hour. You don't actually pay 30. So then what we wanna do is we take our direct cost add it to our overhead cost per hour. And that is our actual cost per hour. That's what it costs us every single time someone is on the job site for one hour. For me and my business, it's about 80 bucks. Okay. Then obviously we got to make a profit. So what do we do? For me, I multiply mine by 1.2 because to me, a 20% profit margin, not even a 20% profit margin is actually technically a little bit less if you do the reverse math, but I don't want to get into that on this podcast. I'm just trying to keep it simple. But if your costs are 80 bucks and you multiply it by 1.2, that means you have to charge your customers $95 an hour on your labor just to make a 20% profit just on your labor, okay? So let's just do like a sample bid. For me, let's just say I'm gonna bid a thousand square foot patio. I'm gonna take three days of work and I'm gonna have three guys. And if they're working 10 hour days, that means each day, right, I have three guys times 10, that's 30 hours per day, times three days, that's 90 total man hours. So what I do 
is I take my 90 total man hours, I multiply that by my total cost that I'm going to charge the customer, which is 95, and that gets me 8,550 bucks. So if you really think about it, just in labor on this project, I'm charging 8,550. Then I'm going to take my material cost. Let's just, we're going to make it up. We're going to say 3,400 bucks. We're going to multiply that by 1.2 and then add that into the equation. So we have 4,080 plus 8,550. That's $12,630 that I would charge the customer for this fake job. And as you can see, never did I once say cost per square foot. None of that stuff matters. And here's why it does not matter. Because what if I have a thousand square foot patio and let's go the easy way. Let's just say it's a brand new build. Access is wide open and I can pull up, I can form and pour it in one day. It's super easy, right? So now all of a sudden my labor goes from 90 man hours to only 30 man hours, okay? So my labor would literally get cut in a third. So instead of the 8,500 bucks, it'd be about like $2,800, right? Then I would take my $2,800, I'd add in my same material expenses, then it would be about, let's just call it seven grand. So for the same patio, instead of charging 12,630, I would be charging closer to like seven grand, right? And the cool part is you do not have to guess. It's all just math. The only thing that you're quote unquote guessing on is how long it's gonna take you. So you do have to get good at knowing your production rate for your crews, right? But that's the magic of this. None of this matters with cost per square foot because that person might look at you and be like, man, you could do this patio really cheap. Be like, yeah, I can get it done really efficiently. Versus another scenario, you might have a thousand square foot patio, but it's actually gonna take 150 man hours because there's a ton of prep. It's really complicated. It's raised, et cetera. Then your labor is gonna go up to like more like 12 grand, right? Then you're charging like 16, 17,000 bucks, give or take for the same project. And that customer might look at you and they might say, well, damn, you're really expensive because all your other competitors, you know, do 13 bucks a square foot. And what I would say is like, hey, we're just pricing in what it's going to actually take to do this project right. And then it's up to the customer if they want to go with you or not. But what you have to remember is good estimating isn't just about winning the project. Because some projects we don't want to win. In reality, we want to win every single project, but only if it's at the right price. So this is the strategy that gets you there. And so again, if this is something that you're interested in, then I would highly recommend checking it out on YouTube. Also keep in mind that I am going to be working with a handful, a very select few of you guys on implementing this system into your business. I call it the GPP system, all about how to price, all about how to be accurate, all about knowing your numbers. And I'm gonna be there with you guys, walking you guys through every single step of the way. So if it's something that you're interested in, make sure you check the uh, description and I'm gonna give you a little bit more info on how you can learn more about that. Also keep in mind in that link is gonna be a course that goes over to this way, way more in depth. So if you don't even wanna necessarily work with me, but you just wanna learn about this more in depth, then just check the link in the show notes. And with that being said, that's all that I have for you guys in today's podcast. I hope it was helpful and I'll see you guys in the next one.